inner peace, inner peace. Itchy nose. originally designed to have forearms resembling the conceptual character drawn in the development of the first stage called Forearmed Yak. So that's what he is. He's a yak. Oh, I'm sorry for saying he was an ox. I owe so everyone an apology. His original name was supposed to translate to Forearm Yak Demon God of Fire. <laughs> that's a good name. That's pretty cool. Um, who was supposed to be a part of Tai Lung's gang. Dang. So he's not even the leader. The demon god of fire was not even the leader of the gang. Um, what do you think of Kai? I, cool. I think he's a cool guy. Yeah, very cool. He's He's got green sword knives. Kai's theme in the Kung Fu Panda 3 soundtrack is an orchestral remix of I'm So Sorry by Imagine Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't know if it is. Um, what do you mean? Why do you not believe the Kung Fu Panda wiki? Um, I mean, can that just be our outro music? Uh, sure. Yeah, I'll have to remember that. Um, what is what's the song? I'm so sorry by Imagine Dragons. Uh, I guess I guess you finally won the battle. We're finally putting Imagine Dragons in the show. This is something you've yes. always wanted. I like Imagine Dragons, folks. You're, you're their biggest fan. Um, why is why why are Kai's swords attached with a chain? I'm not so opposed to it. So can get them back. <laughs> what if I attached everything to a chain <laughs> so I could get it back? Did you ever have that phase where you like had a a, a carabiner that you would clip your car keys to? Uh, no, that's insane. Oh, I did that in high school. And you would like clip it to your belt or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, you're t- like a lanyard. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Well, not like one of the like long lanyards, like okay. a, a, a carabiner, like you would use for climbing. Okay, because I remember people having lanyards on their keys. This was a big lanyards thing. were like, a big thing, and they and you you'd leave it hanging out of your pocket for some reason, and this is something people wanted to do. Yes, that was something that I feel like was prominent. Even when I was in college. Yeah, yeah. It was like our college slash late high school days. This was the thing to do. And you you would have like a long carrot or a long lanyard. Like mm-hmm. it was like two feet long. Yeah. And it was so easy to steal people's keys when they did this. Yeah. And then some people would wear them around their neck. Um, some people would just put the keys in their pocket, but like have two feet of lanyard hanging out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. Why did people do that? They I'm were trying glad to be people kind. People don't do that more. This movie yeah. was 2016. I feel it was a little bit before 2016, so they probably weren't inspired by Kai, but maybe. It was probably inspired by some rapper. Um, probably. But, you know, Oh, we didn't <laughs> I couldn't remember if we introduced the show or not. No, we didn't. We're just too busy. We're, like we're talking about old lanyards. This is the Lanyard Podcast now. Anyway, welcome to Purely Nostalgia, the podcast where we talk about lanyards, and we also look at the movies that we liked as kids with our adult lives, and we try to figure out if they were actually good or if we just thought they were. My name is Eli Shapsmith, and I am the greatest good you're ever going to get. And my name is Clint Jazz Hands Page, and I'm with the French call Les Compétent, which means four-armed yak demon god of fire. Does it mean that? Yes, um, it does. So we 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 dropped a bomb on y'all the la- on our last episode, mm-hmm. um, uh, and and I made you announce it last time. So Clint, remind the people what the bomb was that we dropped. Yeah, the 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 bomb dropping is that uh, this show is going bye bye. This Goodbye. is officially it's, it's going skadoosh to the to the demon realm. We're, we're about to be doing the whooshy finger hold on it, and yeah. 
sending it to the spirit realm. This is uh, the last real episode that we're doing. We have one more after this. but I don't know um, why you keep saying that our next one is not a real episode. It's going to be a real episode. Okay, yeah, okay, well, we'll see about that. <laughs> it will be. It's a, it's a real episode. It will have real content to it. Yeah, it's real. Um, but yeah, we're we're in the end game now, folks. And uh, y'all are Good about one. to fe- y'all are about to be feeling nostalgia for the podcast purely nostalgia because it's going to be gone. It worked. We were here long enough to develop. Uh, you know, I, I, we we we've jumped into the twenty twenties, and so we've moved into a new decade. So you can say that our podcast was from a decade ago. Whoa, that's true. Or last decade, we did cross decades. So, um, in light of that, I wanted to give us some time here at the top of this episode to just explore some of the loose ends that we've mm-hmm. left on this podcast. Cause I feel like we've made a lot of declarations about like things we're going <laughs> to do on this podcast that we probably will never do. I mean, we definitely will never do, but maybe we can just knock some of them out right here at the beginning of the episode. Sure. Um, right ahead. The first one that comes to mind for me was we were going to try to get in a room with Antonio Banderas, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I blame the shark pandemic. Yeah, that was the shark pandemic's fault. So we can actually, we can, I think we can just check that one off and say that we would have done it if there wasn't a shark pandemic. I mean, yeah, it was incredibly likely. Things were going, things were going great guns in that year. Then the dang sharks jumped into side, decided to jump in everyone's blood cells. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very tiny sharks. Yeah. Um. So we're we're calling an audible on that one. Uh, what what were some movies that we definitely talked about that we were gonna do on this show that we never did? I know there's a bunch. Yeah, I mean, like honestly, it's probably too many to too many just to name off in one. I remember us talking about um, wanting to explore more movies like Drake and Josh, or or not movies. I'm sorry, TV shows uh, like Drake and Josh, or you know, like those those Nickelodeon type move or TV shows. You know, yeah. When we first started the podcast, we definitely, um, it wasn't just going to be movies; it was going to be TV as well. Yeah. And then um, we did Spy Kids Mission Critical, and then said, you know what? Let's just do movies. Actually, let's just do movies. I think there's plenty of movies out there. There's yeah. way too many movies. Um, yeah. Should we release our Chicken Run episode? <laughs> Oh, we did do a chicken run episode. Um, yeah, do we want to kind of unpack that a little bit? <laughs> I guess I barely remember anything about it, but that was our first one that we recorded, and we've talked about it on the show before. But that we recorded that episode as a practice run, um, and I think we always kind of threatened to release it at some point. I don't even know <laughs> if I can find the recording of it at this point. Yeah, we we recorded it, and then you sent it. I sent it to a few people, mm-hmm. and you sent it to a few people, just saying like, "Hey." Was this any good? We know it's a little clunky. What could we have done better? And everyone said, this is awful. Why do you think that you should be starting a podcast? You won't and last said, three years. And we said, yes, we will. Three years for me, baby. We will uh, last exactly three years. Yeah. So we uh, we did that. Uh, we, we thought we were really smart because we were like, this chicken runs kind of like the Holocaust. Oh, goodness. We did. I mean, like, that is... Like a definite theme in that movie. I'm sure we yeah. tri- I'm sure we talked about that very intelligently and tastefully. <laughs> uh, I did give you ladybugs. Um, you did give me ladybugs. Is this a loose end? No. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, can you like, how are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what happened with them. I think when you did, when you gave them to me, did I just immediately set them free? Yeah, uh, yeah, we went to my church and you let them free in the parking lot. Yeah, because that's where you have to. I, I wanted to let them free somewhere where they could at least maybe learn about God if they wanted to. <laughs> that's like how the how Quasimodo was left on the steps of the the church. Yes. <laughs> how many ladybugs was that? Fifteen hundred. How okay? Let me look up how long a ladybug lives, and multiply that by fifteen hundred. Uh, well, no, I just want to see if any of them are still alive. Ladybug lifespan. Oh, man. They live about two to three years, so they could. They, they weren't babies, that is, though. They live two to three years? That's, That's what incredible. This says. Yeah. 
That's what that, National wow. Geographic says. I mean, two to three years, that has to be the average. So by 1,500 ladybugs, that's a massive sample size. We have to assume at least one could be alive. Okay, and now I'm looking at the second Google result right under that that says four okay. to eight weeks. So okay. who knows? Well, <laughs> Seems yeah. like the jury's still out. I'm not going to click one of these links and actually like read the context. So people can look that up on their own time, I guess. Yeah, uh, I'm sure that they're still around. You know what I'm sad that we never did on this podcast? What? We never did um, any of the older Don Bluth movies, like An American Tale mm. or The it's Land true. Before Time. I we did. To do some of those. We wanted to do The Land Before Time. I remember us uh, considering that. Yes, but not all 29 of them or however many there are. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, we, we talked about a lot. I know that we had a... Uh, Kind of a, it was a an Excel sheet at one point that just had ideas on top of ideas, and I, now I have no idea where that is. I always had a note on my phone of potential movies that I shared with you more than once, mm-hmm. and uh, and then I would pull up this list and be like, "Well, let's see what else is on the list," and you'd be like, <laughs> "What list?" And yeah. that was some of our fun, funny banter that we would do together. Yeah, um, but I mean, we uh, should we reflect any longer no. on what could have been? No, what could have been? That was something we've done on this podcast like three times. That's I think true. Yeah, I think we did it twice. Yeah, <laughs> that makes it. You got You just got to do it twice for it to become a segment. Then it's a recurring mm-hmm. bit. Uh, no, we shouldn't reflect any longer because that's for our next episode. I just wanted to give us a chance to. Um, <sighs> tie up any anything that we didn't finish i know that there was something that we declared that we were gonna do i Uh, mean we did that with a lot of we 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 declared we would absolutely not do something do you remember what that was uh the movie scoob we were never gonna recover that at all well okay so scoob's on the list but there was something else that we said okay guess we're never oh also robots correct yeah yeah, robot. Scoob and robots were the two movies we said we'd never do. Scoob because who wants to watch Scoob? And robots because um, it lost, it a, lost Twitter a Twitter poll, poll to Max Keeble. Um, yeah. And I, I think at some point we said that um, we were going to do Puss in Boots. We were like, if, uh, if we end the show, then we'll end up doing, we'll, we promise we'll do Puss in Boots. Uh, mm-hmm. if, I, if I promise that, I'm sorry. I was lying. <laughs> We also did say Sonic the Hedgehog would be our last movie. Did we? But, uh, we did. Um, well, we said, so if this podcast is still going by the time Sonic the Hedgehog still comes out, that's when we'll end it. Wow. And we, uh, did, and we did over a year after that. That's awesome. Yeah. We're great. Sonic the Hedgehog was the last movie I saw in theaters. Wow. Uh, it was the last movie I'd seen in theaters for a long time. but Yeah. I think uh, that's something. I did see I did see Godzilla versus Kong. I took my little vaxxed booty to the movie theater, <laughs> and I watched the monkey fight the lizard. And you know what? That movie is pretty <laughs> much what you would expect. They do indeed fight. They do. They do. like three times. There's like three rounds of the fight. Yeah. Hey, tell you this world, wins. gang. This world has to get back to normal because. Um, my three-year wedding anniversary is approaching in October, and Daddy's got to go see Venom too. <laughs> so that's true. You go, you do got to see that for your anniversary or Morbius, right? Oh just, yeah, or it's got to be an edgy villain movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing is that like there. The thing is, is that there wasn't going to be an edgy villain movie this year, and then thankfully, due to the shark pandemic, they had to push it back to mm-hmm. the fall. Yep. And that just made that just made everything worth it, I guess, right? Yes. That's and that really is kind of the silver lining of the whole thing, I would say. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. So, um enough of that chit-chat. Stop crying, listeners. We we're, we're here to talk about Kung Fu Panda 3. Did you know they put, made 3? Put of on these? your boy pants. Put on your big boy pants. We're here to talk about Kung Fu Panda 3. Um, they did three of them, and this one That's came true. out in 2016. We talked about the first two, um, and I, I guess we need to get into our personal experience with the movie Kung Fu Panda 3, which I will make you do first. 
I always feel like I do it first, but fine. Do you want me I'll to do be... it first? Would that make no, you feel better? No, no, no. I no, can do I will it first. Do it. I'll do it right now. I'm hey, I'll talking. actually do mine first. I hadn't I hadn't seen this movie. Okay, I'm done. Your turn. Okay. Yeah, I, I hadn't seen it either. <laughs> uh yeah. I I uh I I had seen the first one a couple times, saw the second one once, barely paid attention, enjoyed it mostly the second time through. Uh and this this one I had not seen at all. You were a, a full blown college graduate boom boom fresh out of college right when this movie came out yes it was 2016 um it was january 2016 so i was about to graduate college okay gotcha um so i did know the boy known as josh alexander Mm -hmm. uh when this movie came out and i did he and i were not uh as close as we are now but i can remember him talking about it um (laughs) And that was, and that's that. It's just funny to me, like imagining you guys on your college campus, and Josh just runs up to you, Kung Fu Panda Three. Have you seen it, Clint? Did you hear Kung Fu Panda Three's coming out? And you're no, like, did, did a did, third one? Did Josh tell you what he thought I was whenever he first, like, he not even talking to me, like seeing me? Oh yeah, I've heard this story. He assumed he's you were like, an atheist because he's like, that, he's like that guy's an atheist because he wears glasses <laughs> and isn't smiling. <laughs> Oh, uh, and you, and, and <laughs> you were always mean. owning him with facts and logic. Facts and yeah, facts and logic. That's true. And he was um, talking about Kung Fu Panda three, and you were like, you know, Kung Fu Panda three is not real, right? Hypothetically, <laughs> Kung Fu pandas, Kung Fu cannot do pandas. Yeah, that's fake. Uh, Kung Fu. Poe is not the, some Santa Claus man in the sky that hears your prayers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you good. believe in the uh, Dragon Warrior. I just believe in the dragon. <laughs> um, so yeah, we had both not seen this movie. I can't remember. Had you, was uh, when we did our last episode the first time you'd watched the second Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. So the only exposure I had was uh, to go see to go see Kung Fu Panda two at Josh's house, and I oh, only seen the right. first one. Yeah. Gotcha. So I just watched this movie right before this podcast record, as I typically do. When did you watch this? You watched it a few days ago, right? I watched it last night, uh, a day before the record. And uh, let's, you know what, for fun, let's go, let's do our um, countdown and then say our ratings out of 10 at the same time, because we haven't done done this in a while. Yeah. All right. Ready? Three, two, one. Seven. Seven. Yeah. Woohoo! I, I knew what you gave it. I just yeah, I knew to what you gave it to. Some, some suspense, <laughs> uh, which is also what I gave the last one. Um, I think it's you liked this one better than Kung Fu Panda Two, correct? I did. It had more pandas. <laughs> that is true and inarguable. Yeah, and infinitely more pandas. That's why we. That's why we like the first one is because of that Kung Fu Panda. So they said, "What if we multiply that by 20? They said, "In this one, let's do more pandas." Hmm. Um. Yeah. I mean, I liked this movie. <laughs> I, yeah, it was good. I um. I like the Kung Fu Panda movies. I think they're pretty solid, and uh, they're fun. We'll see the fourth one if it ever comes out. So they're not make. I don't think that they have plans for a fourth one right um that is not what i read today whoa okay i saw i read some article from like january of this year saying that like dreamworks has still uh it's possible that the at some point katzenberg said that they were going to make three more they were going to make a four five and six i don't know if that's still the plan i don't think Um, they should do that i don't know that they should make (laughs) a whole nother trilogy but I would like to see a Kung Fu Panda 4 where Kai is the villain once again because I think they finally nailed the villain thing in this one. Oh, so you like the villain in this one. Kai is one of the coolest dudes I've ever met. So you uh, y- you kind of balked a little bit at the villains of the past. I won't say a little, like you didn't like hate them, but you did not love them that much. I don't think you that's felt- true about Tai Lung. I think I love Tai Lung. He's a cool guy. I th- okay, then Shin. Shin was the second Shin, one. So. And Shin was fine. I think really what you're referring to was me not liking the casting for the villains. Um, you said it was a little redundant, right? Yes. I was bummed out that they cast Gary Oldman as the villain in the other one because it was just the same old thing. And then J.K. Simmons is kind of the same thing again in this one. 
But I didn't mind it because, I mean, J.K. Simmons gives a very generic performance in this movie, right? Absolutely. You wouldn't really even know it was him unless you just really recognize his voice. He's not doing anything interesting. However, Kai is still a cool guy, and he has two jade swords attached with the chain, and he's from the spirit realm, and he wants to defeat every kung fu master in the world, and I think that's cool, and I like him. I think he just kind of wants to get everyone's chi right yeah um oh hey i'm reading like some stuff of kung fu panda 4 oh what are you what 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 have you learned it's called kung fu panda 4 time for courage time of courage okay well why would they start giving them subtitles now because they never did for two or three i i know (laughs) but uh the you sure this is is fiction oh it absolutely is but um it's like in those little laurel leaves, uh, it's it, it's already calling it shot that says uh, Oscar twenty twenty two best animation winner. <laughs> so it's already predicting that when it comes out, it will be the best animated feature. What are you looking at? Who is saying this? <laughs> this is on Wiki Fandom. Oh, okay. Um, uh, and it's uh in a in a deep chamber, a dark entity named Empress, played by Kathy Bates. Hey, it's about time we had a female villain instead of these old men. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, let's see. Da, da, da. Oh, her, she resurrects an elderly Black Panther named Blaze, played Blaze. by Mark Hamill. Interesting. Okay, yeah. Mark Hamill in one of these movies would be cool. I'm into that. Yeah, and that's all that I'm going to read to you. <laughs> spoilers hey you know what uh even though this podcast is officially ending we will do an episode for kung fu panda 4 yeah oh yeah if if it comes out yeah let's do it uh because we've made enough empty promises at this point why not make one more? <laughs> maybe we'll do why it maybe make one more but i'm declaring hey, hey i'm also will. starting my own cryptocurrency so oh, are you? yeah um what's it called mm, clint coin clint coin funny um so i think we need to (laughs) i think we need a ten thousand foot view of the movie kung fu panda 3 which is subtitled kai's journey kai's journey yeah so um yeah kung fu panda 3 it kind of leaves us with a little bit of a cliffhanger i need to close up this page because it's just showing me trailers of the handmaid's tale (laughs) um so the second one leaves us on a little bit of a cliffhanger poe discovers Hey, oh, my dad and my mom were killed, and they were also pandas. Um, and then at the end of the second one, it does that little journey through the valley, and then once you know, Poe's daddy's out there somewhere, and there's a whole village of them. Uh, but in the meantime, in the spirit realm, Kai has started to take the chi, which is like the life force, the energy of uh, all the kung fu masters, and... Uh, he has finally found his way to Uguay, who is just having a grand old time in the spirit world. Then he takes his chi, and surprise, Kai is able to return to the mortal realm. Uh, and he is on a mission to kill uh, Poe and take his chi so that he cannot be defeated. Um, so in the meantime, Poe unbeknownst to him all this stuff's going on his dad comes back and is like hey son uh i'm your dad and uh you know there's a little bit of drama there between him and duck dad or Uh-oh. goose dad uh we'll off some drama um but uh he finds out oh this guy named kai he's wanting to kill everyone and take their chi and start with you and all the other kung fu masters so how? what's the best way to defeat him? Uh, chi magic. And so this is done by pandas. And so Poe's dad, Lee, is like, hey, I can do. I can teach you this, and takes him back to the village, and whoopsie-doodle-daisy, come to find out pandas, they don't know how to do nothing but eat, sleep, and dance with ribbons. <laughs> and uh, Poe gets angry and... Then he realizes after all of his friends and family are turned into to jade zombies uh, to come kill him that I need to teach these dang pandas how to kung fu. Oh, also, Master Shifu, sorry, rewind a bit. Master Shifu tells uh, Poe that he is now the teacher of the temple. 
but that's not really important until later on. Um, And then he realizes, oh, I can teach people, but I have to teach them my way, not like how I would think Master Shifu would teach them. Um, And he teaches the pandas how to do kung fu in a panda way. And then they, oh, look, uh, Poe's about to defeat Shifu, or I'm sorry, Kai, and then, surprise, he takes him into the spirit world, and Poe realizes his full abilities and becomes a dragon, kind of, and defeats Kai, and then returns back to the spirit, or to the mortal world, and then teaches them how to do chi, and harness chi, and everyone lives in peace and harmony. The end. The end. Um... (sighs) So, I want to talk about this man, Poe, because I think it's very cool that we get to see him be an actual dragon at the end of this movie. Yeah, it's a a payoff that I don't really think we were expecting, but uh, it worked. I wasn't at all, and it just, like, it makes me think of, like, I don't know, it's like his final form that it's taken him three movies to get to. It's like... Goku going Super Saiyan or Naruto um, on his giant frog when he's um, in sage mode or whatever. Yeah, and we th- all and know these it. are references that make sense to you, right? Yeah, correct. I get it. I What's your favorite of Naruto's forms? Oh, I'd have to say a boy. Yeah, I like him as a boy too. Um, but I think it's cool that we get to see Poe do that. I think that whole end fight is actually like kind of amazing <laughs> oh it's great yeah um this movie visually i think is a little bit more uh loosey-goosey with the way they do things like um they they play with the colors a lot in a lot mm-hmm. of sequences and there's some you know they've always had their little 2d sequences which i've always enjoyed but they do some stuff where it, where it will momentarily go like hybrid between 2d and 3d Mm-hmm. Um, which looks really cool. Um, it felt more like a TV show to me, oddly enough. Interesting. How so? I I don't know. Um, okay. S- it didn't it didn't feel cheaper uh, than the first than the first or second one at all. Um, but to me, some of it did feel like a little Nickelodeon esque. Um, hmm. I don't feel that way because I feel like that th- that does make it sound cheaper and it didn't I mean, sound t- it, it wasn't tv animation's good but yeah, yeah. So, oh so you're referring di- to those sequences where correct okay yes interesting um yeah i don't know i thought it looked really cool um i like uh the action is is good as always um and uh, what, what do you think of Poe's Papa? Oh, uh, yeah. So I think that's going to bring me kind of to my review of the movie. Um, oh, I thought you had already given that, but okay. Well, I mean, like the actual, the verbiage review. So um, if you get, follow me on Letterboxd at Clint J. Oh, your Letterboxd um, review. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My Letterboxd review. Um I said I was worried that this was going to turn into a Stuart Little situation. And, uh, you know, Stuart Little in the movie, he's like, hey, Hugh Laurie, I don't think that I'm a mouse. I don't think I'm a human. I'm a mouse boy. And I think I'm adopted. And then they're like, we wanted a son, but instead we settled for mouse. Um, And then these parents come along and they're like, oi, well, actually, your parents, gov. I don't remember if they're British or not. Um... And turns out they were just kind of con people. They just wanted a baby, so they thought we, who knows, we fit the bill. And so I was afraid. <laughs> if they wanted a mouse, they could have just found a mouse somewhere. They could have just found a mouse somewhere. They're everywhere in in America. Yeah. But um, I thought his dad was gonna be like a, a grifter, mm-hmm. um, which he he was, but like with good intention. Um, but he wasn't. He, was, he, he, he wasn't was a, a grifter. Guy. He just lied to his son to protect him. Yeah. He, he wanted him to come away with him to his village, so he told him that he could teach him to use chi, but he didn't actually know how to do that. But yeah, I don't think he was a grifter. Yeah. I mean, well, he 
he kind of strung him along a little while, uh, saying everything that he's doing. It was a little Music Man-esque, you know, like everything you're doing is teaching you how to, yeah, you know, get to this final moment of learning how to play your instrument, but it never happened. And then it does happen. Surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, it does happen. H- how does he... He just kind of figures out how to use chi. <laughs> he, like, reads the scrolls and, like, yeah. watches them, and he, like, low-key practices, and then I think they just all kind of believe. Yeah, and they, just they do believe. it. It's good enough for me. I mean, when Poe puts that pointy hat on, I know he means business, and I know he's ready to fight. That's true. Yeah. Uh, it was a good moment where everyone resurrects Poe from hell. Yes. Um... You know, like an end game. Um, Correct. I like I like his dad. I think the the dynamic t- between his new dad and his old dad is fun. Um, uh, this movie is largely about Poe and his two fathers, and they're mm-hmm. not getting along with each other. But then they decide to be co fathers at the end of the movie, and it's nice. Um, yeah. But I like I like Brian Cranston as his dad. Um, and I was wondering because you know in the you know he's he has the last line of the second movie. Uh, That's true. My son is alive. And when I watched it, I was like, oh, I know. Because I knew that Brian Cranston was his dad in the third movie. And I was like, there's no way that (laughs) this is Brian Cranston in the second movie. (laughs) Um, It was not. It was um, Fred (laughs) Tatiscure. I am butchering that pronunciation. Yeah. But um, that was the guy who played him in the second movie. And then that guy ends up being in... Um, this movie too as Master Bear. So they were like, oh, okay, were, cool. So they probably called him and they're like, great news. The second or the new, the third movie is all about um your character that has one line <laughs> in the last movie. Bad news, you are going to be Master Bear now. And he's also get this, he's Master Shifu in Kung Fu Panda: Legends of Awesomeness, which is oh, the, so he's uh, Master Shifu in the show. Yeah. Yes, in the show. I said Shifu. Um, just want to point that out. Um, yeah, you did say that, and that was pretty stupid of you. What do you think about the title Legends of Awesomeness? I don't like it. Yeah, I, think I think that's, that's pretty stupid and That's bad. stupid. They could have done better. Um, I said that I wish these movies had subtitles, but you know, I know that if, if they did, they would be something stupid like that. So I guess really um, I don't wish that. Um, what did you think about Poe's big, big, ba- big old panda bear family? They're fine. I um, it felt kind of at times like them being like, you know how in Trek three there's three ogre babies. There need uh-huh. to be some panda babies in this one. So there's yeah. panda babies. It uh, was just like let's so Poe, he he okay. So audience coming close. So Poe, he's fat, right? Yeah. What if there's like more? <laughs> yeah, they're constantly reminding us that he's fat. Yeah. This movie is. literally starts with him running upstairs and being like, oh, I'm out of breath. And I was, yep. at that point, I was worried. Well, I always do. That's the DreamWorks intro thing where he's running up the stairs to get to the moon so he can sit on the moon and go fishing, you know? Yeah. And I was well, like, Well, <laughs> it was just like, okay, we get it. But at the same time, when Poe is around them, he's actually like the healthy one. Yeah. He's yeah, like well, he's shape. the dragon he's warrior. He's fit. He's fit. I mean, he's the dragon warrior. He's a he's a big boy, but he's the dragon warrior. Yeah, you see, he be fights his own this. way. Yeah. Um, Master Uguay's back. I like that because he's a cool mm-hmm. guy. I agree. Um, Shifu is not in this enough. I don't know why I I I like Shifu for some reason. Um, he's very grounded because <laughs> he's grounded. he. Well, he is like he's kind of silly. Like he he indulges in the silliness, but he's he's kind of the audience surrogate, especially in the first one. Yes, yeah. Um, I just like his relationship with Poe. I like that he ends up believing in Poe by the end of the first one. And there, you know, um, he's like his little cranky little teacher. He's his Luke Skywalker yeah. to to pose Ray, as I've discussed before, because this movie uh, franchise is Star Wars. Did you know this? I did, and uh, well, Ugwe does come back in spirit form, much like Yoder. Yep, Yoga Yo- Ugwe is Yoda. Um, question for you. Mm-hmm. What business 
does Poe, even though he's the Dragon Warrior, what business does he have teaching the Furious Five? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely none. He And he says it himself. And as someone that, like, teaches and manages people, Poe said it whenever to... And this, this struck a chord with me when he was talking to Shifu. He's like, so you set me up for failure. Yeah. And it was like, yes, he absolutely did. Yes. Uh, well, I mean, that's like something that senseis do. They set you up to fail so that you can learn something. And then he learns, and then he is able to teach the pandas at the end. Uh, I guess. <laughs> but at the same time, like, for these guys, him, the teacher, I don't think so. <laughs> what, what, did you just quote the Incredibles? Uh, yes, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I agree. It's really weird. And if I was them, I'd be really angry because I don't know how how long he's been around the Jade Palace at this point, but it's not been that long. And mm-hmm. they were all like trained from children to be kung fu kung fu warriors. Um, they were they were pretty like. It was a little weird how easily they fell in line to Poe, you know? Yeah, well, they like him by now. I mean, he's he's beat, beaten two really big bad guys at this point, so they, they trust yeah. him now. Still, I don't know. I feel like they could have done it, like, in a more collective way. Yeah, but every time he ends up beating a bad guy, it's really, it's like when you cram for a test <laughs> for an hour before it, and then you end up making a 100, and your friends who... Um, studied for weeks and paid attention in class like fail that's what it's like whenever he beats someone it never really feels (laughs) like he deserves it he gets lucky a lot yeah it's true well i think he's got heart but he has heart and grit um yeah i think that he kind of earns it a little more in the second one and in this one in this Uh, one for sure i agree because there's a really cool long battle at the end yes and he for all intents and purposes, kills himself. To he does. Yeah, he sacrifices himself. Um, yeah. Which I I thought when he did that, I thought that was basically going to be the end of the movie. And I, I didn't think that he was gone forever. I thought he would come back somehow. But I did not realize that like the big fight was just beginning at that point. Yeah, it is a good fight. I would say that the Spirit Realm fight was probably mm, best in the trilogy. Uh, Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's very cool. He becomes a dragon. It was very reminiscent to me of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I had the same thought. Really? But, yeah, because he's just like zooming around. Yeah. <laughs> he's flying around like they do in that movie. Um, <laughs> uh, I want to talk about something that you mentioned before we brought up the uh, before we started recording. Um yeah. So at some point, it, all these uh, all these you know kung fu masters are coming back as jade zombies to fight people. Oh yes, yes. Uh, Master Porcupine shows up, and I think it's Monkey says, Mac- "Master Porcupine, I thought he died a hundred years ago." Yeah. And I'm like, I had the thought like that means that there's only one porcupine in the world, or if there's only one person named Master Porcupine. Yeah, he and, claimed it. <laughs> right, and I just started thinking like, why? Why are some of these people just named Master whatever their animal name is? Because there's a lot of all these animals, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to assume that each animal kind of has their analog kung fu. Right. One like one rhino can become a kung fu master. Yeah. And he is I master mean, they had rhino. freaking Master Chicken, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, are there any animals that there's more than one kung fu master? In these movies, I don't. Think yes, yes, badger. Because there were two of them. Oh, that's true. Were they badger Masters one and badger, badger. two? Yeah, yeah. So is Poe Master Panda? No, he's the Dragon Warrior. He's not no, Panda. He's a because dragon. because Shifu calls Poe's dad Master Panda. <laughs> oh, that's true. Which mm. confused me. Mm. Is it like an? Is it like? You're the oldest one of these that I have seen. <laughs> so you are the master now. Like if an older tiger came in the room, an older female tiger came in the room, they would call them Master Tigress. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Uh, but when he sees Master Porcupine, he calls him Master Porcupine and says he's been dead 100 years. Yeah. And so that that to me implies that there's only one porcupine. 
I mean, we can we can you know try to logic it out, but it's probably just so we don't have to remember real names. You no, know, that's definitely what it is. Yeah. Um, but this is a podcast where we have fun and we speculate. No, we're gonna get cerebral now. Yeah. Um. Uh. Uh. uh Wushi finger hold. We get some closure about what that actually does. It's true. In the first one, it just seems like he kills Tai Lung with the mm-hmm. Wushi finger hold, but actually he sent him to the spirit realm, which is the same as killing someone, right? Essentially. Yeah, I mean, kind of like. You're sending them to the afterlife. Yeah. Well, like, what happens to Kai? Does he go on to the next afterlife? Afterlife 2? Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. But uh, I, it would have been cool if we saw... We got some sort of, you know, reference to Tai Lung. Yeah, he should have showed up as a back. Jade warrior. That could have been cool. Could have been cool. But didn't happen. So, you know, shoulda, coulda, woulda. Um, yeah, I mean, okay. So I, I got a big question for you about mm. this franchise. Really, It's mm. uh, really not just about this franchise, about DreamWorks animation. Okay. Uh, so these are DreamWorks movies. We've also talked about the Shrek movies. We have. Um, there's also like the How to Train Your Dragons movies. Anyway. Correct. Between the two, between the DreamWorks animation franchises, which one comes out on top? We don't even have to talk about uh, How to Train Your Dragon if you don't want to. No, but I, I, I want to talk won't. about at least between Shrek and Kung Fu Panda. In my opinion, mm-hmm. Kung Fu Panda. I don't. Hmm, I don't know. May, yeah, I think I think that's where I'm at. It could be yeah. recency bias, but I think I like the Kung Fu Panda movies better. They're definitely, without a doubt better looking movies easily oh absolutely (laughs) um i think i think that the shrek movie quality diminished greatly as each movie went along yes these didn't really do that yes that's kind of the thing with kung fu panda that keeps surprising me is that they're all really solid um and yeah i really like the first two shrek movies I remember liking the third one okay, and then the fourth one is just awful. Yeah. Uh, never saw Puss in Boots, so I don't, I don't know about that I one. saw it on a date. Um, yeah, we probably talked about that on some past episodes. We did. I don't know. Um, we bleeped her name out. Shrek the Halls is great. It's a great film, so. Never seen it. But yeah, I think Kung Fu Panda is the superior DreamWorks animation franchise. I think it's better than How to Train Dragon. I know that that is going to upset people. I haven't I have not partaken deeply enough into how to train your dragon to really form an opinion. Hmm. I've seen them all. Um the first one's good. I the the how to train your dragon movies are all also solid. They're kind of like the kung fu panda movies. Uh and they're really pretty animation. Uh, but there's just a, there's just something really fun about the kung fu panda movies that I Yeah. They have a little bit more of that that Shreky edge to them, which can be annoying when there's too much of it, and it does mm-hmm. get annoying at times. But, but they're also just like really well animated action movies too, which is kind of what the How to Train Dragon movies have going for them. I think Kung Fu Panda is the good is the 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 Mickey Mouse the of good. DreamWorks. <laughs> yeah, I mean Shrek is the Mickey Mouse of DreamWorks. But yeah, but he shouldn't be. He should be killed by the the Dragon Warrior Poe. I agree. I mean, we we are not Shrek haters on this podcast by any stretch no, of the imagination. No, we like Shrek. He's a cool guy. But I agree that Poe can definitely do a body slam on top of Shrek. Yeah, I mean, they're both big boys. They're thick kings. They're both a couple of thick kings. Um, But I think Poe... I think Poe's just a solid dude, and I would count on him to save the day, any day. I would call Poe if I had a flat tire. I would not call Shrek. And I would absolutely not let Shrek babysit my children, but I would reluctantly let Poe babysit my children if I had to, if I had no other choice. So I'm, I'm still hung up on this tire changing analogy. If I had to change my tire, I could count on Poe getting there like 
lickety split. He wouldn't know how to help me change it, but yeah. he would at least keep me company. Shrek, it would be like, oh, it's dark and it's raining and I'm losing hope. And then here comes Shrek out of the mist and he would, you know, reluctantly be there to be like, friends never let each other behind, you know, or something dumb like that. And then he would change my tire <laughs> and he would do it well. Shrek's famous quote, friends <laughs> never let each other behind. <laughs> Um, it yeah. it was in Shrek. It was in um, Puss in Boots. You missed it. Shrek's whole thing is that he's just mean, and I wouldn't want to be friends with him. I would want to be friends with Poe. He's a guy that you can count on. He would try his best. Poe's like that kid at youth group that had a lot of energy, and then later on, like in life, you're like, I was probably too mean to that kid. Yes. Yeah, that is who Poe is. That and that is really the Furious Five. Um, kind of relationship with him. I think by the third movie, they all realized that they were too mean to him, and they like him now. Yeah. You're just jealous of his joy. Um, But, Clint, you know what? Huh? Kung Fu Panda, these movies, we have our own opinions about them, but it's I want to hear what some other people have to say about them. Oh, do you? I do. Well, step into me swamp, and... Uh, <laughs> Let me read you some opinions from a segment that we like to call Hot Takes. All right. So I'm hot in takes. The swamp. Get in me, swamp, Poe. Um, hot Takes is whenever I scour the internet, and it's me this week, and I it find is. out what people, uh, what people thought about this film. All of these are coming from IMDb. Uh, I actually have six, but what? Okay. a few. Okay, listen. Okay, a, a earlier today I said titles. Do you have hot takes? And you said no, there's not any. And then you come at me with six. <sighs> yeah, it's called soft bigotry of low expectations. <laughs> <laughs> okay, these are going to be terrible, but I'm excited. Yeah. Okay, so this first one comes from Robert Iglesias. Mm. Uh, oh, sorry, Robert Iglesias-57722. Oh. Uh, he, he gives it a 7 out of 10, and he says, Kung Fu Panda wasn't good. Whoa. <laughs> 7 out of 10, and that's his decision. Uh, and he goes on, and he says, spoiler warning, nothing in this movie is funny at all. Disagree. Poe is, po is a character who is amazing, <laughs> who makes dumb jokes, quote-unquote, through the movie. The character development is weak, and the plot should have been more serious. The quote-unquote comedy in this film ruins the whole movie. The other movies in the series are better than this. Wait, so he thinks Poe is amazing. He thinks Poe's amazing, but the movies do him harm. Mm. Hmm. Uh, we gotta keep moving. Okay. This next one comes from... Mr. In Lama Hentai. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> I should have screened the names beforehand. Uh, he gives it a 7 out of 10 as well and says, Review. And then the review says, <laughs> It focuses on an upgrade to Kung Fu. <laughs> what? Hold on. <laughs> it focuses on an upgrade to Kung Fu. If you ask me, the part is challenging for the first trilogy. It is kiddish, sweet and funny. A movie, a movie kids as well as adults will remember. So please, your schedule and the big screen is the right way. P.S. The first one still holds the top rank. Pace out. Wait, what was the last thing? Pace out. Pace out. It's like peace, but they said pace. Oh, I like it. I like pace that out. Guy. Uh, this next one, it wasn't even, uh, a review that was funny. I just like the name. <laughs> so this comes from Bean Dip 57. <laughs> uh, Bean Dip 57 says, whoa, and they give it a 10 out of 10. Whoa. Um, so this next one comes from Shadow Asian. Mm. Okay. Yeah, give it a 9 out of 10, and they say monkey voice actor. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> uh, and, they just started. What are they saying there? Jackie Chan was the voice actor for the movie, but for the but for some reason, his voice sounded different from the other Kung Fu Panda movie. The voice actor in this movie sounded almost like the TV series James Say. The fight scenes sounded like Jackie, 
But other than that, it didn't. Hmm. So interesting. I, they've got a Kung Fu Panda truther over here. Hmm. Um, this next one comes from Kosamap. Kosamap gives it a seven out of ten. A lot of seven out of tens. People that agree with us on here. That's the correct uh, rating. Yeah, and they say and again is their review <laughs> title. <I agree. laughs> uh, and their review says. You know, for a third film, it's pretty decent, but it's still beginning to lose its attractive, or Mm. probably will. Who knows when they will come out with a fourth part? I hope. That that did end with a question. Uh, Jack Black seems to enjoy himself. Shifu, a.k.a. Jackie Chan, and the rest are having... no! (laughs) And the rest of are having the time of their lives voicing those animals and their adventures. Do they think that Jackie Chan is the voice of Master Shifu? I, I think so. Well, they that's say, Dustin Hoffman, uh, my friend. Jackie Chan, or I'm sorry, Jack Black seems to enjoy himself and Shifu, a.k.a. Jackie Chan. Hmm. Well. And finally, uh, this last one comes from Penguin Box. Hmm. Penguin Box also gives it a 7 out of 10. The title says, My Favorite DreamWorks Franchise. And uh, this is all it says. The warning spoiler came up. It says, Warning Spoiler. And the review says, Even Better Than Shrek. Whoa! Wow. I just, I, I, I just started hitting the button because I got so excited. Yep. I think that's a good way to, to end... Uh, this segment because we're we're putting this segment to bed permanently, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I'd say we probably won't do it on our next episode, yeah. but who knows? Who I knows? mean, the majority of these people agreed with our sentiment, even though one guy gave it a seven out of ten and said this sucks, Dookie. Yeah, seven yeah. out of ten is a good rating for a movie. It means it's pretty Seven good. out of ten is a passing grade. I would have been happy with that in high school. Um, I wouldn't have. Seven out of ten. <laughs> Seventy? No, I wouldn't have. But for movies, it's good. Yeah, I guess. I was not a good student. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of Hot Takes. Forever. Forever. Probably. Um, Probably. So well, now we have to ask three questions of the movie, Kung Fu Panda 3, colon, Kai's Great Adventure. Is this movie good for kids? Is it good for adults? And does it stand the test of time? Uh, third one, we watched it for the first time, so let's make the third question. Is this a is this a good Kung Fu Panda movie? Is this a worthy entry? Yes. Uh, so first question, is this good for kids? I'm saying yes. Resounding yes for me. Yes. It's a good movie. Good movie for kids. And you know what? I'm saying it's good for adults, too. And you know what? I'm going to double down and, and agree and say, hey, slap another. I'll pay extra for that guac. Give me a, an adult movie. Uh, no, well, this <laughs> one's good for kit. This one's good for adults. <laughs> you really just lost that. control of that thought there. I feel like... You said, give me some more guacamole in an adult <laughs> movie. I don't know what happened. I feel like I... I feel like my, my essence left my body for a minute. <laughs> Freaking um, Kai came in here and stole my chi. Yeah, that that happens sometimes. Um, third question: Is this a good Kung Fu Panda movie? Yes. Yes, it's the second best one. I'm saying that now. I, I agree the, with you. I gave the second one also a seven out of ten, but this one's a little bit better, I think. I agree. I agree. Um, <sighs> Kung Fu Panda, pretty good movies. I like them, and I will watch the fourth one opening night. Let's go. Can we commit? Um, yeah, I know you don't like, you don't like to commit to anything. I don't, I'm not a committer, but let's commit. Let's commit. Let's do this thing. I have to remind myself that if I break this commitment, nothing bad will happen. It's okay to just commit to things. Mm, Feel like we're exploring therapy territory here. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, well, you know what? You know what? This is the last time that we will ever announce what our next episode is going to be. Oh man. Wow. Um, and I keep, I, I made you announce that we were ending the show. So should I make myself announce this? I think you should. That was unfair of you on the last one. Okay. Well, I mean, this is, 
this is more fun to announce because it's like a fun thing. It's not a yeah. So now I resent you even more. So yeah, what are we doing next? So, um, for our very last official episode of purely nostalgia, we are going to cover. Clint said that this wasn't a real episode. I say it is because we are covering a movie on this episode, and I'm going to give myself a drum roll. The movie that we will be covering on our final episode, the series finale of Purely Nostalgia, is Spy Kids. We're back to the basics, baby. We're we're going back to the very first movie that we did um, because I don't know why not. <laughs> I think <laughs> it, it seemed... would be a good bow. Yeah, because like the this whole podcast is kind of about the idea of revisiting movies and seeing how your opinions change. Of them mm-hmm. over time. So I thought a fun way to end the show would be to revisit the very first movie that we did on this show and see uh, what we think of it um, compared to the last time we watched it, which the, I guess the last time we both watched that movie would be for this show, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, 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 because we, uh, we did a nostalgia party on spike it's or did we not i can't I remember i we did one for shark point no we didn't we did one for shrek the musical and shark boy and lava Girl. yeah that's all we did we did hmm interesting uh yeah so we're gonna revisit spy kids but also there will be a lot of other fun shenanigans going on um and we're just gonna um reminisce talk about the glory days yeah uh, i think i'm gonna get emotional in this are this you next one? I think I will. Are you gonna cry? I don't know. I might. I'm open to it. Ugh! Please don't cry. I will be so uncomfortable if you cry. I I'm not like I'm not a blubberer, you know. Yeah. So if I do cry, you probably won't know. Okay. Unless I go, I am crying. If I am if crying I, now. If I hear your voice break at all, I will just be like, I don't know how to do. I don't know what to do with this. I. That's 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 fine. It's, You're very Irish. It's okay. Am I? Yeah, I guess. Is that an Irish thing? I don't know. Do they know? Oh, absolutely. Crying? I yeah. had a whole podcast about not crying. That's true. And that's gone too. <laughs> yeah, that one's over too. This is the second podcast I've ended within the span of like two months. And that yeah. one ended in a failure. This one, I think, is more successful. Yeah, this <laughs> one ends in a rousing. All right. I don't, I don't know if that's true. Did we succeed in anything? I uh, think we, I mean, our, our end goal here. Uh, was to watch movies and and laugh a little. And I'd say that we succeeded in that. Wow. Are you crying? I bet you're crying right now, aren't you? I'm crying so much right now. Okay, well, uh, you know, you should still follow us on all of our social media because we'll still probably use it and stuff. We're on yeah. Twitter at Purely Nostalgia, on Instagram at Purely Nostalgia Pod. Um, I'm on Twitter at Elisha P. Smith, and it's the same for Letterboxd. You should also follow me on TikTok at Mr. Wallet. Where can they find you, Clinton? Yeah, they can follow me on Twitter and Letterboxd at Clint J.H. Page. The J.H. stands for Jazz Hands. Uh, you can also follow me on TikTok on at the Clint Man. Uh, so follow me on there. The Clint uh, Man. And if you like what you hear here, it, it, it's not going to mean much soon, but, you know, go ahead and give us a five-star review. Um, it'll still we, mean something. We, yeah, it'll still stroke our egos. And, uh, you know, Elisha and I will be doing, uh, you know, various things of a creative nature in the future. So, you know, keep an, keep an eye on our stuff because we'll yeah. be plugging it. Yeah, yeah, we will be. And, it'll be, and, and we're... Unless I decide that I don't want to be friends with you anymore. That's after, true. That's a strong I could, possibility. I could do. Um, uh, what, what do you want to say to the people on our second to last episode? Um, uh, go, go, do, go, go dance like no one's watching. That'll do, donkey. We'll see you soon. And Skinaf for listening. I didn't say Skatoosh for listening. Let's get three for list. A sly thought came across her mind mere seconds after she centered 
her meager balance of chi, and plunged into her own pool of thoughts. Her brain had decided it was immediately time to slam her emotions with a, ba- with a bow staff, and she began to question the fact that the world could cause her hardcore shell to crumble into ashes. What is... What? Do I love the dragon warrior? <laughs> Does she? Tigress mentally, Tigress mentally facepalmed at such a thought, berating her mind from bringing up something such as absurd magnitude to the surface. But the more she thought, the more she realized how truly different she was in comparison to the same feline that laid eyes on the dragon warrior for the first time. 